Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Welcome to the latest episode of Let's Talk Loyalty, and today I am speaking to two delightful ladies in the uh, very luxurious and beautiful island of Mauritius. Now, those of you who follow the loyalty industry and perhaps the Loyalty Magazine Awards will probably already be familiar with the extraordinary loyalty program called Weave, which was uh, released and uh, launched in Mauritius about a year ago. So today with me on the show, I have Delphine Lagesse, who is the Group Strategic Innovation and Excellence Executive at the founding company for this loyalty program. And the company is called IBL. And we will talk a bit about IBL when we speak to Delphine. She is also accompanied by Cecile Henri, um, who is the loyalty manager of Weave at IBL. So first and foremost, can I welcome Delphine and Cecile to Let's Talk Loyalty. Hello, Paula. Very Hi. happy to be there. Hello, Paula. Happy to, to, to share with you on uh, loyalty today. Wonderful. And uh, I think my first uh, delight in speaking to you ladies is uh, practicing my French. Um, I did mention that I'm, I'm learning French at the moment, so that's super exciting for me. So hopefully all the pronunciations remain, uh, re- remain nice as we go through talking about your loyalty program. So um, I think I've described the, the roles that both of you do. Um, and certainly for me, I didn't know a lot about Mauritius. Um, and I know your loyalty program, I think, is the, the very first on the island, certainly the first on the coalition's Side. So we'll get into the full details of Weave, uh, but first and foremost, um, of course, we're going to ask you about your favorite loyalty statistic. So I think, Delphine, are you going to, to tell us what is your favorite loyalty statistic? Yeah, sure. Um, as you might guess, it's quite difficult to pick one. We have several, but I would say that due to the size of the country, which is quite tiny, even if it's luxurious, as you said, yes. we only have 1.3 million people living on the island. Mm-hmm. And in this context, I think it's the number of members we have acquired on the program already. Wow. Because it, 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 it represents 15% of the households in Russia. So this is big. Wow. Congratulations, Delphine. That's an extraordinary number. Thank you. Wow. So what is the absolute number? Can you share that? Is that something that you're happy to discuss? Yeah, sure. We have uh, around 160,000 members on the program. Wow. So more than 10% of the population. So congratulations, an extraordinary number, 160,000 people, Delphine. How does that compare with, I suppose, the targets that you had at the beginning before you started? Well, we wanted to reach 120,000 people within the first year. Okay. And um, we've acquired this number of members after only three months, not even. Wow. So, yeah, the acquiring was extremely uh, fast and we could see the numbers growing exponentially every day. It was quite amazing at the launch in in June last year. Okay. So June 2019, you launched the program, yeah? Yes, exactly. Yes. We had a soft launch for only our employees beginning of the month, beginning Mm -hmm. of June 19, and then we opened it to all the Mauritian population by the end of the month. 
Wonderful. And I know you've explained to me um, all about IBL. Um, you've already given us a sense of the scale of Mauritius. I had to look up the population myself because, again, I think most of the audience listening, we associate it with the um, the beautiful tourist destination uh, that Mauritius normally is, obviously, different times right now. Uh, but IBL, the company that um, that we're talking about today, give us some background in terms of the scale of what you guys do. Yeah, so we we have we are a typical uh, group of an island. I would say very uh, our development is extremely typical of an island economy. Okay. So it's a very diversified uh, group. Mm-hmm. We started at the time with uh, maritime uh, transport, you know, transport of goods and trade, mm-hmm. and then sugar and everything, and we di- diversified. And today we are present in uh, nearly all the sectors of the economy, going from hospitality for the mm-hmm. hotels, mm-hmm. retail, wholesale, mm-hmm. engineering, shipyard, uh, financial services with insurance, private banking. Uh, what else? Logistics, uh, stockbroking. Any, let's say it's sometimes easier to say, uh, and to mention the sectors we are not in. So we are not in the textile, (laughs) we are not, we are not in the car sellers. Okay, (laughs) okay. And we we do, as you said rightly, we do represent nine percent of the GDP, which is huge. Yes. And we employ 26,000 people out of an active population of nearly half a million. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, again, it always blows me away, Delphine. So, you know, most of people, you know, have no idea that the IBL group, even I know you mentioned before, is in 22 countries um, and and clearly servicing the needs of the entire population. So what I'm guessing is that you had an instinctive understanding that you needed a loyalty program to reward your customers across all of these diversified sectors. Is is that true? Were customers asking for it or were you just keen to give something back or where did the idea for the weave program come from we already had a fidelity what we call card which was not a loyalty program it was just a fidelity card okay uh, that was exclusive for our shareholders okay. pensioners and employees mm-hmm. so there were about 20,000 people on the card but we didn't exploited the information we had or we, we just um, we didn't offer our members very targeted and interesting offers. And okay. uh, so this is what we wanted to do, what was to create really create an IBL community, mm-hmm. regrouping our brands uh, active on the, the consumer markets, also B2C segment. Mm-hmm. And of, of course, reward them for their loyalty to our brands and companies. So we, we thought that having a, yeah, uh, coalition or multi-partners program would do yes. would uh, uh, bring really a good value to our to our members. Wonderful, it's a good experience as well for sure, absolutely. And I'd love to get a sense of the value proposition. And Cecile, as I mentioned at the beginning, you are the actual loyalty manager for Weave. Um, so I'd love to get a sense of does the name mean anything actually? Which is one, um, I suppose, quite specific question. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't always have to mean something. But uh, can I ask you that first? Is is Weave a particular brand name that um, you developed for a reason, or or where did the name come from? 
Yes, um, it's a good question. Actually, uh, I don't know if you see the design of our yes. of, of our card, which is with uh, different colors uh, yeah. uh, weave weave together. Yes, of course. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. I understand. So. The idea was also, you know, to put together, this is uh, one of, it's the position of IBL. IBL is IBL together, means that we got, yes, a multi-partners program so yeah. from the same group. Okay. Uh, it's the IBL family together, bringing to uh, the, the the market and to emotion uh, a way to reward them for their loyalty uh, towards our companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the weave means um, the together. Mm-hmm. It's a strange way to we the way we write it is of, of course funky and fun and easy to remember only four letters. Yeah, but weave is also weave w i t h for us and weave also the the like the fabrics. Yes. And the colors, uh, and yeah, the colors are the nine for us, nine colors we give to our nine activity sectors where we are in our color code uh, at IBL. Wow. And it's also the, the way the weave is done. We've got shopping bags, uh, motion, typical motion bags are done like this, uh, with a lot of colors and everything. So it means also that this is yeah. a shopping a traditional bag for Mauritian. So wow. uh, all this uh, came and, and become with W-I-I-V. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. That's a great story, Cecile. I love it. Um, and I know I've mentioned already, everybody knows that I'm from Ireland as an island nation, but weaving is certainly part of our culture as well. So I always find it lovely when there's, you know, people on different sides of the world and we still share that common humanity. So lovely to know that it's part of the Mauritian um, culture and even the vision for the company. As you said, you're in nine different sectors and weaving them together, um, mm-hmm. even with the different spelling. So forgive me for not uh, guessing it straight away, but we have the story now and all of the listeners understand. That's amazing. (laughs) Great. Great. So tell us the value proposition. I think, Cecile, you manage the the partnerships across the the program as the loyalty manager. So maybe just tell us a bit about how does the the program work? Like what kind of sectors are you earning and uh, and, and what kind of reward structure have you got for, for your members? Okay, so for the for the public for consumer, we got eleven partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, two main of the, the the main ones are winners, uh, which is uh, our supermarket uh, retail chain. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so is is a big part of the program, mm-hmm. and we got also pharmacy. We got um, uh, uh, hospitality. We got insurance. We got uh, uh, leisure. We got uh, cafe shop. Um, uh, we got uh, so it, it's it's. I think really this this card bring together a lot of uh, different companies which are in our day to day life and also. Uh, uh, also for leisure and pleasure. Mm. And what is really interesting, and I think really innovate, innovate uh, the, 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 the loyalty background here in Mauritius, that you yeah. can earn points at some partners 
and you can burn them at others also. You, you, you are not uh, in obligation to burn your points at the same place where you earn them. Nice. So this is really this flexibility. And you can have here in Mauritius a commercial center where mm. you've got uh, four of our different partners in the same commercial center. Wow. So in the same day, I can use my card many, many times. So um, uh, this is the idea of one one card for a, for a lot in your in your daily life, you know. Yeah, and rewarding each time when you use it. Mm. Uh, this is, I think, the the power of this uh, of this program, mm. and also the the the, the earning. Uh, even it can be different at the different partners because, of course, the margins are different when you are a retailer or yeah. you are in in insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, so your of course your generosity is different, mm. uh, but uh, one point is equal uh, one rupee. Okay. Is our is our money mm. currency? Uh, yeah, same currency exactly. I'm sorry for my English. That's <laughs> my <Yes>. currency <laughs> uh, for the currency. So one point is equal um, one uh, one rupee. Mm -hmm. uh, this is really simple to understand for totally. all Mauritian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I mean, would there be a good understanding of loyalty programs and points before the Weave program? Would you say, or did you have to do some education along the way? Um, yes, there's a, a bit of education because some of our programming in Mauritius was giving a lot of points for not a lot of uh, money spent. Really, but to redeem, to redeem, really difficult. Ah, really okay. difficult. Okay. Uh, so this took time to. People understand that at the end, it was uh, the value proposition of, of Weave. It can be better than the other program. Wow. Um, but the earning uh, was quite there. You know, not so much, but the, the Mauritius is more about discount, instant discount mm. than earning. Mm. But I think Mauritius understand well. Uh, actually, the weavers understand uh, uh, that they can accumulate points and... They can redeem it. The redemption rate is really high. Okay. So this uh, means that they understand that they can use it uh, for for paying their, their invoice, you know. Absolutely. But what I can add on this, um, can yes, I add Delphine. something for them? Yeah? Of course, Delphine. So before launching, we tested the concept uh, you know, within focus groups. So we organized focus groups to talk to the Mauritian people. Yeah, and they didn't really understand the earn thing, and all the program on the island was so difficult to understand, not not straightforward. Okay. They didn't even know what benefits they had, or yeah, how much, how many points they had to earn before being able to redeem and so on. They were more used to, yeah, as this is say, yeah, discount, yeah, and uh, they had no idea how many points they had. So we did have uh, education to do. We okay. we had a very strong communication campaign at the launch yeah. to explain how the program worked. Okay. Well, I'll definitely want to know a bit more about that, Delphine. But before I even ask you that, you work obviously in the CEO's office. Um, I think I mentioned your title's head of innovation. So, you know, where do, what's, I suppose, the underlying intention of the program? 
you know, is it to drive cross-sell, for example? Do you see an opportunity to promote, you know, the various sectors to, to people? Um, or is it purely, do you see it as, okay, people maybe shop with our winner supermarket, for example, we want to drive that behavior. So I'd love to get a sense from a strategic perspective from the group, what, um, what the background is, because I know it goes back a few years now, you've been working on this idea. Yes, for three years now, I've been working on, on, on the concept. The very first time I, wo- I started working on it was three years ago. Wow. In 1917. Yes. So the idea was to, <clears throat> there were several, several motivations, let's say, uh, from our group uh, yeah. perspective. It was bring newness to the market, something new, something innovative that nobody uh, okay. were used to. Yeah. And of course, to to push our brands and, and companies and most of all, uh, better understand our customers to be okay. able to really better reward them okay. when doing business with them. So okay. um, collection, understanding their behaviors, coming up with very relevant and targeted offers. Nice. Uh, it's interesting to know that until now in Mauritius, we, we only have mass marketing, mass ca- uh, communication really? campaign and mass marketing. So we wow. do receive on a day-to-day basis um, a lot of emails, a lot of messages, but it's not targeted at all. So okay. we didn't want to bother our members with that, our clients with this kind of communication Yeah. and really come up with the information we've gathered yes what is relevant for them okay and what is relevant for our partners on the program of course of course how to improve their marketing as well yes so the tool is a very powerful tool at group level okay and bringing value not only to our withers our members on the on the program but also our partners on the program Yes, absolutely. And I noticed on your website as well that you are issuing a plastic card. Was that something that yes, you, yeah. Tell me about that. Was that um, a difficult decision or was there a very strong need for it? The the Mauritian population is not very digital literate. Okay. So we don't all have, we do, a lot of people have smartphones, but yeah. they don't have the data coming with it all the time. Okay. And they still like the traditional way, the plastic card. Okay. And also for us, it was quite a good marketing tool as well. When you open your wallet, the, the card itself is a beautiful card. It's very joyful, very, yes. it's very, uh, you've got the, uh, a strong feeling of happiness, joyfulness, easiness. Lovely. So it's, it, it comes out of the wallet. And every time people use the card at the tail, they, yeah. they, the gesture they do, the, the, they promote the brand. Okay. Okay. So that physical activity of scanning and yes. identifying yourself as part of the community is something that really matters for, you, for your country. Yes, exactly. Okay. We also have a digital, uh, we, we have our app. So if okay. you are not, uh, if you want to only be on digital, there's no problem. You can have the app okay. and then you've got all the, your account, your transactions uh, information and your, your, your card on your phone. Mm. But many people in Mauritius, they prefer to have the physical card. Okay. So we yeah. had to go with both. 
Yes, and I'm sure there's um, a roadmap of when I'm sure at some point that'll flip over and people will, you know, start to complain about having their their wallets stuffed with cards, as happens in <laughs> in so many other countries. Sure. You know, there's always something people want different, so hard to keep them happy. But uh, that's really good to know. Um, I'd love to ask you, Cecile, about the merchant side. So how are the partners feeling? You're, I think, what, one and a half years or maybe slightly less than that now uh, with the program running. How are the partners feeling? Uh, it's a great question. Um, I can say that uh, I uh, we notice uh, a good... Um, it, they were willing to be in the in the program, of course, excited. It was a, a big work for all together, being ready to the launch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But now they start to see uh, the positive uh, effect of this uh, loyalty program, mm -hmm. and uh, this is really interesting because I was uh, talking about that to Delphine today. Uh, the partners are more and more excited by the program and really, really want to use it now. Okay. Um, uh, so it's not, it's not, we don't need to convince them anymore okay. and they really want to work together. So after one year, after one year, we, we've also the data that we can now start to show them and see and they discover things that they didn't know about their customers. Wow. Um, they see, wow, they, exactly. The same <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they really understand that we, the, the, power of this of this uh, program let's say yeah and now we how far we can go yes. with targeted promotions and everything so for for the big ones uh like winners or MedActive, yes. we really um over also the objective of uh, let's say the person the part of weave revenues in the on the total revenue mm -hmm. so we realize that now it's really important for them mm. and um so this is really interesting also to see that uh, perhaps we can review the marketing expenses uh, even next, uh, not but not this year, but next year, because mm -hmm. we'll have enough data to understand. Mm -hmm. We don't need to do so much mass marketing. We can do other way mm. and be powerful and we and be effective and and also. Uh, uh, answering the the customer needs, which is really interesting. Mm. So yes, uh, it's really it's we are in a nice moment with them okay. <laughs> because we we starting the journey of data of the yeah. data and everything, and this is really a new phase of the program for mm. us. And mm. uh, yeah, really interesting to see and. And their reaction also about that. Yeah. Wonderful. It, I mean, I've often said it before on the show, Cecile, that, you know, what one of the things I love about working in loyalty is that we're getting to, you know, love our customers and give them something back. And it just feels like a lovely marketing exercise. But actually, isn't it delightful that your partners and your merchants are also having that lovely, um, you know, upside and seeing commercially that it's driving their business? That's, um, that's a really good result. I've often described it as like a win-win-win. And mm -hmm. all three partners have to be enjoying it. So, um, so well done you, because I know it's complex to manage a multi-partner program. So, yeah, the complexity is to understand the benchmark for each of them, because when we need to uh, to 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 
give advice and everything. We we need to understand what is the pattern. Of course, the pattern at a supermarket is not the same uh, yeah. in insurance, you know. Yeah. So this is this is this is for us at Weave level really interesting because we uh, we we learn every day. Yeah. We learn about the business and the industry of yeah. our partners, but we learn also about our customers, and this is really uh, exciting for me. It's really exciting. Absolutely, yeah. and and how how are you managing that learning? I mean, is it through international um, exploration or evaluation? Are you talking outside of Mauritius, or is it mainly by working directly with those partners that you're learning how far you can go? Um, let's say that for knowing how the industry works, it's of course with the partners. Uh, mm. How much they they can share with us. This is. Uh, the way it's working, there's regulation, there's a lot of things here in Mauritius that uh, also can. And for the rest, I, I read, I try to read, I try to participate to press conference, I I, I try to do webinars, uh, okay. uh, participating, listening to your podcast. Actually. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. Uh, so I'm learning from from there also. And we are lucky because we, we work with uh, consultants uh, in Cape Town. Okay, and we can share with uh, with her when we need some advice and okay, and we also uh, our our service provider we've got a success manager okay who follow us and we work also together so yes. uh, yeah we we try to to learn like this it's it's not easy it's a big challenge because when you are in operation and with eleven different partners with even different areas yeah so a lot to do it's not yeah. easy to take the time to see what's happening out uh, outside and what are the trends yeah but it's really important um, yes it's really it is. important but I think you're taking we exactly the right approach Cecile. We know that newness in the loyalty program is really important. So we need to see uh, other countries do beautiful things. So I can bring idea for us. Yeah. And can work in Mauritius, you know. So yeah. Absolutely. But it's great advice, actually. I think, um, you know, yes, absolutely, to, to partner with your technology company and the fact that they have a customer success manager that you can call for support mm -hmm. or discuss any ideas you have. I think that's um, a very, very good approach, very important. But also to have an independent professional who's not necessarily connected with any other objectives except to make sure that you have access to global learnings. I really believe in that. So, Clearly, that's what I've done for most of my loyalty career. Um, so the fact that you've invested in getting some expertise is, is a really good idea. So learning as we go, I think, is the way for all of us, huh? Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> Can I yes. ask about one sector, actually, just because I'm not sure if it's in the group or, or if you plan and just most multi-partner programs would have, um, I suppose, travel and transport. Um, so, for example, a fuel, like a retail fuel partner um, and also an airline partner. Do you have those type of partners? Maybe, Delphine, you could answer or, or, or help me with that. Not yet. We don't. We have focused and we have decided. We really made the decision and to, to focus on our group companies. Perfect. So okay. remember, our main objective was to create the ideal community, which was to yes. push our brands and companies. Yes. So this is our main uh, focus. Yes. But going down the line, of course, uh, yeah. in our roadmap, we... We have been approached and we have ideas how to complement, but it will have to be non-direct non Com competitors from our brands and companies. And also, yes. first of all, 
if we have to really complete the value proposition totally and enhance the value proposition for yes. our weavers. Absolutely. But not for now. We, no. we, we, we just not even, we don't even have one year and a half. We were, yeah. we're very, very, we're still <laughs> child. We're oh, still learning yeah. to walk. Totally, totally, Delphine. Well, you're walking extremely well. Um, <laughs> tell me about the community. Can you elaborate on that piece a bit more? Um, you know, what what ideas do you have around community? Is it, as we've talked about already, you know, that sense of ownership that your weavers, you know, enjoy swiping? Do you plan to maybe connect them to each other in any way? And the reason I'm asking that, and, and maybe the answer is no, but um, I did a show on community there, um, I think it was about two months ago. And I really believe it's a big opportunity. Most people, and the example given in that interview was you might be standing, for example, I think it was in a grocery store or a fuel station, the person beside you could be a member of the same community and you might never know. So is there is there an idea there? It feels like you are keen to build that, um, that family feeling uh, because the group has that kind of value proposition. Well, it's not, we, we don't have a clear um, decision yet or a clear idea on, on, on this uh, particular topic. But what, what we do is that we talk a lot with them, okay. we connect a lot with them through yeah. our uh, Facebook page and so on. And yeah. we, not, we, 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 just, we don't just transact with them. If, if I take what happened during the confinement, because we were, yeah. as, as many people listening to the past podcast now, we've been locked down as well. Yeah. It, it was for more than two months. It was quite long. Yeah. And during those months, of course, there was no question for us to push for any commercial or transaction. Okay. What we did for our communities to really... We reposition with, and we call it with care, cares, oh, and we give a lot of uh, very practical advice how to stay uh, safe, how how to uh, get, keep the kids busy at home because it was not easy and so on. So we really develop another kind of communication with with our community. Okay, uh, giving them recipe for good things to. Strengthen nice. the humanity system and all kind of exercises, games with the kids, competition of drawings with the kids, how the kids were feeling about the lockdown and so on. Okay. And they really appreciated the, the, the fact that we were not there to push and to encourage them to buy. That yeah. was not it. We were there just to take care of them wow. and make sure that they were, they were okay. Yeah. So this is the kind of relationship we we want to have with, with our community, really. Lovely. If I can add something on that, we still have just I think on Friday someone testimony that to uh, we've got also a call center. I think it's perhaps yes. not uh, the case in all loyalty program, and we have three person dedicated. Uh, really taking care of the clients and the members. Mm. Uh, for example, uh, we call. Uh, we call our members when it's our, their birthday. Oh, I lovely! Mean, at least at least one thousand per month. Wow! And we take we take this opportunity then also to make make sure that they understand that the program is is multi partner and they can download the app and everything. We make make 
make sure that they understand how to use the card, etc. Wow. And these people love it, you know, take this time. Wow. Yeah. And, of, and, also, and also what we see uh, in on our Facebook page and in our all emailing uh, that we did during the COVID, mm. the engagement rate increase of 458%. So it, it works. Wow. And uh, our members told us this is... We felt that you were not only there for having money from us. Yeah. We, you, you give us, you were there for us, you know. Wow. Uh, it was really great. So, yes, it was actually for us uh, an, an opportunity to get closer to our members. Wow. So... Um, we, yeah. we even helped raising money. You, do you remember? During yeah. During the confinement, we helped mm -hmm. raising money for people in, uh, you know, for the COVID fund and so on. So it was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. incredible way to contribute and yeah. and yeah. encourage our weavers to do something as well. But I think it's extraordinary because everybody um, has, you know, probably a content strategy, for example, you might have already had that before COVID came along. But what I'm hearing is that real um, integrity around how can we take care of our members? And that's something, again, that brands always say they want to do, uh, but they don't always execute in a way that they that it's felt. But I can really hear that your members have felt it coming through. Um, I think the, the one thing thousand phone calls a month, Cecile, that you mentioned in terms of the birthdays. I think that is absolutely beautiful. I mentioned to somebody last week that on my birthday every year now, particularly because I suppose I'm I'm commenting and, and noticing so many programs around the world. Now my birthday is an opportunity to test <laughs> every loyalty program <laughs> that I'm a member of. And I can tell you it's quite disappointing, to be honest, <laughs> because again, we talk about the data, we talk about how easy it is to use it. And I think sometimes the behavioral data is quite complicated to capture and, and action, but the birthday is not complicated. And so yeah. you're taking action. So well done. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, it's <laughs> and people love it. So, and the call centers, the ladies who are working with us on this, they, they, they love to do that because of the, they do. the return is so beautiful, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's really nice. But they love the, to do that. Of course. But I, I think you're also, um, I hear you're, you're getting that double benefit where you're, you're educating them for their own benefit. So they're suddenly going, oh, I didn't realize I could do that. So there's, um, a double return, even though I know you're not doing it from a transactional or whatever, it, the, there is a lot of um, taking care of your members there. So I think there's an idea there for lots of people. And can I add something, Paula? Yes, Delphine. Um, we have two, two partners on the program that are not commercial or trading partners at, as, at all. They are the first, the foundation of the group. Okay. And another CSR uh, company. So what... Okay, lovely. Charity partners. A, Yes. yes, we have two charity okay. partners. So the Fondation Joseph Lages, which is the foundation of the group. Lovely. So what you, what our weavers can do, and what we we've been encouraging them to do as well, as you know, yes. they can donate their points to um, to those uh, foundation and uh, social people, you know, Wonderful. social yeah. foundation. So it's really nice as well because at the end of the year, when it's a tough time or during the COVID. What yeah. people did were encouraged to do was to yes. make a gesture and think about the other people in a Lovely. difficult situation and donate your points. So that's yeah. very nice as well. Absolutely. Building the emotional loyalty as well along the way, yeah. huh? 
Wonderful. The other piece I wanted to ask, I suppose, just coming towards the end of our chat is really about the um, the roadmap. Um, I know you have a real focus on innovation um, and excellence. So again, I love that that's in certainly your title, um, Delphine. It's it's lovely. Again, you know, <laughs> let's set the intention for excellence and, and uh, then, then the excellence will follow. So tell me about the roadmap for Weave in the Future. Well, it's a very ambitious, very big roadmap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, we have a roadmap on the next five years. So okay. the next step will to everything that we do is will, will has been very carefully thought of. Yeah, sure. Um, we will bring new features for our partners on the program for the companies, but also for our withers members. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, technology is a very huge part of the enhancement we can bring. So always yes. enhancing the platforms. This is coming in the next month. Next month, and should be uh, we should launch the new technology platform by June. Let's say maximum. Okay. And we're working on things very uh, usual, maybe somewhere else. But uh, we like the family card. Well, this Lovely. is something we can share. Yes. And of course, a lot of ideas we won't be disclosing today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. That, let, let, let's see what we can say is that uh, if if we and when we will execute our roadmap, it would ease the life of our weavers. Okay. A lot. Okay. Okay. I'm intrigued yeah. now, Delphine. So I want to be on the mailing list yeah. when you announce it, huh? <laughs> Yes, sure. Paula, I will say that I will resume. Uh, I will I will do a summarize for us. Weave has to be useful. So yes. with a yes. promotion that makes sense to people. Yeah. Um, easy to use and everything. Mm-hmm. It has to be caring, which is nice. our Weave Cares positioning. So yes. some, even if it's not COVID, we've got in our uh, communication plan moment where we are in the Weave Cares attitude and position. Yeah. And it has to be joyful. So we have well, to possibility of games, of things like that, you know. And uh, okay. so I think the three words, which took at least one year to put like together and say, <laughs> we want to do that. If it is not useful yes. or if it is not joyful, it is not caring. Yes. It's not near the, the, the three of them. We yeah. don't do it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be at least one of them. Okay. And, and and the best will be at least two or three, you know, but uh, yeah. it has to be at least one of them. So okay. this is our guidance now. It is really clear. You okay. know? Yeah. So even when we have to choose between the new partners in the program, yes. it has to answer to these three, okay. three, three uh, dimensions, let's say, notions now. Absolutely. And I think you're absolutely right, Cecile. Um, Very often, you know, I'd be having conversations with people going, where do we start? And actually, that's exactly what I would say. Start with your vision. Even if it takes a year to get those three words, uh, if they're the right three words, they will guarantee that you have a roadmap for success all the way along. So you absolutely need to have um, an idea what success looks like. And I think joyful is one that's uh, probably not um, included often enough. So it's sounds like Mauritius is a very joyful place and I, I really wish I could get there. <laughs> well, we, 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 we are very happy to think that we can bring joy to the people. So yeah. be it our partners or our weavers or the group itself. 
yeah that's the objective yeah and and just to give a plug to the island i know you mentioned at the beginning delphine to me that um 25% of the gdp of mauritius uh, would no, have 9% no sorry 9%. i mean the the, the the tourism side um so ah, yes, yes 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 so sorry i know 9% is uh, the ibl um contribution yes. uh, to the gdp but tourism is a is another 25% i'm sure there's some overlap between those but i think the point um i'm mentioning it actually and also I'm not sure if you've even seen it but for listeners it's also interesting to see that um, I think for the first time in this um, this month um, I've seen um, the Maldives as a country another island destination has launched a countrywide loyalty program promoting tourism into the Maldives so perhaps something that Mauritius could think about <laughs> as well so I, I just think there's some really interesting ideas going on out there you know yes exactly Wonderful. Thank you for the, for the information. Yeah. There, there you really go. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, you know, I think all of us would love to get to Mauritius at some point. So it's just, um, yeah, slowly, you slowly. Can come. You just have one quarantine to do. You can come <laughs> 14 days sitting in the hotel waiting, huh? <laughs> In a room, in a room. In a room, my goodness, my goodness. So ladies, listen, I'm going to wrap up now. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to our conversation before we finish? No, thank you for the opportunity to share and um, to place Mauritius on the on the map, to place IBL on the map, to place yes. WIV on the map of the loyalty program, mm-hmm. even if we did a good job at the loyalty awards to place ourselves. But thank Absolutely. you very much. Thank you. Yes. This, this, I just want to add something. This, this uh, nomination and this, uh, I got to say, come award that you won. Win. Success. Yeah, award. Bring so much joy here. Yeah. It, uh, all our colleagues were so happy. People were really proud. Like, yeah, yeah it, I, I felt the WEAVE community also wow. uh, when, when okay. we got this yeah, winning. Okay. It was really beautiful. Yeah, it was really fun to see people like, wow, we were like, wow, ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so well done on that. And if I'm right in remembering, Cecile, it was um, the second award you got was the second best loyalty launch for the whole world. Uh, yes, it was like what? <laughs> here, so that's extraordinary, uh, extraordinary to come second in that one. And then regionally, you won the best loyalty program for the Middle East and Africa. So yeah. um, an extraordinary success story. As I said, from my side, I know the complexity of multi-partner programs. I know how long it takes, particularly for those of us who come into this industry maybe without a loyalty background and I remember you also mentioned that it was an all-female project team at the beginning so <laughs> yeah nearly I think it was one or one two. man oh. only one man bless okay one man it was okay. really <laughs> yes, so it was really feminine wonderful feminine there you go yeah. I can feel it okay so listen I want to uh, say thank you so much uh, first of all Delphine Lages and also Cecile Henri and uh, thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty Thank you, Paula. Thank you. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 170 executives in 20 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like me to send you the latest show each week, simply sign up for the show newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and I'll send you the latest episode to your inbox every Thursday. Or just head to your favorite podcast platform. Find Let's Talk Loyalty and subscribe. Of course, I'd love your feedback and reviews. And thanks again for supporting the show.